Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well, we started this series on PropTech back on the 17th of January 2018, depending on what year you're listening to this. And uh, one or two of my guests joined me late last year as well. So it's been even longer than I had planned for this series when I uh, first set about, that's for sure. So after 26 episodes, 17 very special guests, uh, spanning industry influencers, academics, journalists, company founders, and some all-round know-their-prop-tech-stuff experts have joined me along the way, along with uh, nearly 100,000 downloads from you lovely people as well. And so here we are, at the beginning of the end. And today we shall draw some conclusions wrap up the PropTech series and we have just enough room for a couple of freebies and special bonuses if you can stick around with me until the end. Off we go now then. Okay, so let's get on with this week's featured topic with Property Chatter. Well, way back at the start, Andrew Baum from Said Business School and Oxford University joined me if you remember. And he suggested that uh, those with the deepest pockets are likely to make the biggest splash. Uh, That change, you know, in in property is hampered by slower and lower transaction volumes. And so many short-term changes will come from related sectors such as valuations, lettings and finance, rather than property directly. Andrew also saw some longer-term game changes potentially through big data and AI or artificial intelligence, and the emergence of the crossover. No, it's not a new mountain bike or car or even a bra, but instead the likes of Google and Amazon stepping into device manufacture, for example, or Rightmove selling houses direct. And Dan Dan Hughes, who is my next guest, built on this theme when he mentioned LNG, which is an insurance company, and Facebook, the social network, building homes in one way or another. And Andrew had a a couple of thoughts on blockchain rollout and smart home devices helping with the energy agenda too. Next up, we did have Dan Hughes from the RICS, or the Royal Institute of Charter Surveyors, who advises that technology is not to be feared and can actually help us. Great connectivity, both between humans and devices, as well as advances in building design and manufacture are likely to lead the way. In my own opening, I recalled how the book The Second Machine Age described information technology as the new industrial revolution. And two main trends are driving this uh, this trend or thought or idea. Geometric or exponential technological development resulting from the theory or concept of the second half of the chessboard. And if we take the start of technological development as round about the 1960s, then technological development only reached about halfway across the chessboard in terms of its progression in around about 2013. 
And this, combined with Moore's law, which illustrates that the cost of production of technology is halving around every 18 months or so, means that we ain't seen nothing yet in terms of the speed and scale of technological development and rollout. PropTech consists of three core elements, information, transactions and management or control. And it's the combination and interaction of these three elements that brings property and technology together under the PropTech theme. And there are some key enablers that are pushing this technology drive. Hardware and software development such as PCs, servers, data centers, along with the accompanying software developments of course. Mobile communications such as smartphone applications, smart connected devices, 3G, 4G and near field technology. And the internet including social media and web services such as property portals. And it's the convergence of these enablers is what is fueling the growth of the prop tech industry. Now, over the course of the series, we, we covered the following topics and themes, along with a little help from some of our friends. We started with Contech or construction technology, where if you remember Richard and Malcolm from Greenheart and Matt from Mace helped to get us into our stride. Smart Homes with Andy from ThroughMyTV.com did a massive and very interesting brain download for us. Systems and apps with the company founders, including Mark from Arthur and James from UPAD, who opened up our thoughts to how best we could use tech right now to improve our property businesses. Artificial intelligence and big data was helped along by the cat's analogy by Tom from Ask Porter. Augmented and virtual reality, assisted to a great extent by the two-parter from Dawn from iCreate. Then the sharing economy had Will from Home Renter, who had done his homework before sharing with us. Fintech, or financial technology, saw us joined by Ray from Unmortgage, Ishan from Trussell, and Ian from LendInvest. The latter also straddling the EdTech theme for us, as we explored a mixed bag of low-hanging productivity gains through tech and new ways of accessing money for our businesses. EdTech, or learning and development, was ably kicked off by Ian, as I mentioned, but very much led to a somewhat passionate share on the topic from yours truly. And PropTech funding gave us some perhaps rare insights from a venture capitalist, uh, which was up next from Dominic, from uh, joined us from Pi Labs, uh, all the way from LA in fact. Blockchain technology came in towards the end, with the assistance of Jacob from BrickBlock in Berlin. And continuing the international theme, the big picture looking at smart cities and smega, uh, mega trends helped us to dream a little further down the track as Greg Lindsay, all the way from New York, joined us to open up our imagination as to what the future might look like. So let's just remind ourselves of some of the headline ideas and takeaways from each theme or topic now then. Of course, we started with Contech or construction technology, and the Contech scene was characterized by alternative building methods such as prefab or off-site build and 3D printing, along with robotic aids. Equally, new building materials are starting to be developed, but have a way to go before becoming fully mainstream. So perhaps it's a progression of existing materials, such as self-healing concrete, rather than 
a giant leap towards graphene, for now at least. But expect to hear more about build to rent and self build, energy efficiency, and the use of more sustainable methods such as path passive house. Next was smart homes. And the key takeaways from these episodes for me were that home automation, access control, and property monitoring, uh, monitoring technology is not only improving, but connecting and converging all the time. Big solutions will be addressed through property management and security apps, energy and building management systems, and the Internet of Things will make it all joined up and pretty bloody useful too. Next was systems and apps, and the development of big data, AI and social media is also helping to shape new ways both to engage with our stakeholders and to track our property assets. Be it a hybrid or DIY uh, agency such as UPAD or HomeRenter, a property management tool like Arthur, or an intelligent robot such as Ask Porter, we can use new tech right now. And what is driving these apps? Well, it's big data, artificial intelligence, the internet, especially the mobile internet, and social everything. That's what. We also shared some of our own top apps. And don't forget, you can drop us an email still if you'd like to have a copy of those. And our top apps list uh, at the last count spans some eight pages and covered over 30 separate categories, including property management, mapping, valuations, works costings, viewing services, alternatives to tenant deposits, interior design, electronic signatures, and banking, just to name some of them. And then we had augmented and virtual reality. And virtual reality is not new, but it is more mainstream with cheaper hardware and a more defined business case now. And it's all in the mind, but also the heart. As you may recall, Dawn illustrated so well how virtual reality can trick our subconscious mind into believing we are immersed in this unreal world. VR and AR can help with a number of applications, be it planning and design, inspections and viewings, marketing and sales, and when we add in drones as well, maintenance and testing as well. Then we have the sharing economy, and we covered a lot of ground here, but I guess in conclusion, the sharing economy is also evolving itself. It's not just peer-to-peer -peer now, as digital disruption is coming everywhere. Peer-to-peer -peer microservice providers or disintermediated marketplaces, which is a bit of a mouthful, all add to the expansion of the digital economy, generally speaking. And as I said previously, the boundaries are blurring and will continue to do so. And this means the future is unpredictable and also likely to change quite a bit as well. Fintech or financial technology was next. So here are the basic issues and themes that we covered. The rise of the internet over the past 18 years and the mobile internet in particular over the last five years is allowing more financial service offerings to be made available to more people more efficiently. And this means reaching more customers faster, cheaper, whilst always available, and without physical or geographical limits. People just expect digital service delivery now. People and machines are also working together. Machines can simplify processes, leaving well-trained and experienced people to focus on what they are good at doing.
edtech. Property training has been a fast-growing segment within the even faster-growing edtech sector as well. And there, there's lots of learning resources available, including many that genuinely fall within the edtech definition. And self-directed learning is growing and spreading across new media all the time. As for the prop tech investment scene, Dominic said that uh, prop tech can help make one of the more traditional and slower changing industries improve productivity and efficiency. And that would be property in case you hadn't guessed. But it's probably evolution, not revolution, which was a phrase we heard quite a lot throughout the series from a number of our guests. And Dominic then gave us some pointers to look out for, including some sectors to watch over the coming years, including Contech or construction technology, InsureTech, insurance technology, and care homes or assisted living. And some tech to watch over the coming years as well, such as artificial intelligence and blockchain. More longer term thoughts were, you know, a rise of the sharing economy, fractional ownership of property assets, and a rising trend of treating consumers as customers. Blockchain technology was coming in towards the end, and uh, where could blockchain technology be used? Well, payments, especially micro-payments and cross-border payments, property exchanges or auctions, property trading and fundraising. In fact, just this last week, for example, look at a company called Dominion, which has Mark Lloyd, a former guest on this podcast is their MD. And if you want some free DOM tokens just for signing up to the platform, then check out the uh, Dominion referral link that's in the show notes where you get some free DOM, <laughs> DOM tokens, and so would I in return for referring you. So that would be nice, wouldn't it? Just a nice little thank you for each other. But equally, rental listings and management, land registry, and some other you know, potential uh, related industries to property which are ripe for deployment of blockchain technology could include insurance, legal, finance, regulation, compliance, and data verification. Now imagine for one moment, the blockchain combined with AI and the Internet of Things. That could be quite powerful, couldn't it? And I guess we're getting towards the big picture, and indeed that's how we wrapped up last week. Uh, where Greg helped us to see the big picture a bit more clearly, and how some of the megatrends will help direct us, especially urbanisation, energy shortage, and mobility change. Smart city growth and development, for example, fewer cars and more shared transport hubs, more dense living within cities, uh, local energy hubs, and so on. And Greg had a number of predictions, Community living will make something of a comeback. Housing as a service and as a brand, not just as an asset, which is kind of similar to what Dominic was saying, if you remember. And finally, here are my, my own personal top tips within the area of prop tech. Probably stolen most of these from many of the great guests that I've had along the way or picked up through the vast amount of reading and research I've done uh, throughout the last six months. But I guess this would summarise how I'm actually seeing things. Uh, as a collective uh, thought process. First of all, big data can only get bigger. If you think that 90% of all data created was done so over the past two years, then how much will be created over the next two years, for example? AI and machines are coming to a business near you 
and soon. Robots and machines will complement humans to improve efficiency, but can also be taught to replace us in some cases too. So you might want to watch out, retrain, upskill, etc. The Internet of Things will create a step change in speed of data transfer and connectivity of devices, making everything talk to everything else, and so also improving our lives and speeding up our learning and management at the same time. Blockchain could well be the next internet. And even if it's not cryptocurrency, the decentralized ledger or database just has to take off in my personal opinion. New materials, building methods and design will bring innovation and productivity gain to construction. Just the other day, I invested in a startup company that makes translucent, I'm not sure if it's translucent or transparent, but see-through, solar panels that can replace all of the glass in a building and turn it, turning it into an energy source. And then there was a family in France that moved into a 3D printed house. This, this all happened just in the last week. Fractional ownership and other ownership types of models, pay-as-you-use, for example, along with a shift towards property as a service to occupants as a customer, will create new models of property utilisation, where home meets work meets play, among other variants and hybrids. And if you want a glimpse into the future of prop tech, then I'd highly recommend getting involved with some of the equity crowdfunding sites that are out there. And if nothing else, it's just fascinating to see what ideas people are coming up with. So sign up and just be a voyeur if you want. You don't have to actually fritter away your money and everything uh, you see out there, but maybe you will happen across the next big thing. Who knows? Well, I'm drawing to something of a clue. So a cl clues are closed now. So thank you very much uh, to you for, uh, for you, the listener, and also for my guests for joining me throughout this series which has been a lot of fun for me and, and also for you, I hope, as well. In fact, it's been so much fun with so much information shared that I've actually decided to write a book about the subject of prop tech, would you believe? So watch this space as I aim to complete it over the next month or so, all being well. And it'd be great if you could grab yourself a copy of that once it's re been released. In fact, just for sticking it out uh, this far into the final episode of this series on PropTech, if you'd like to drop me an email with the subject line PropTech Book Early Bird Offer in the title, I shall make sure that you are the first to hear about uh, the book's impending release, along with a very special offer and uh, a thank you from me just for being a lovely person and dropping me an email to ask me about the book. Okay, so we really are all done now with this series, and, and now it's official. So the show notes can be found over at the website, thepropertyvoice.net, or if you want to talk about anything from today's show, receive an intro to one of my guests, or just talk property investing more generally, you know you can always email me, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net, and I'd be more than happy to hear from you. But once again, all I want to say right now is thank you very much for listening this week, and until next time on the Property Voice podcast, it's ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.